Hi there, this is Harry and welcome to my podcast where I try to help you to get a better handle and understanding of the English language so that you can talk to people when you're having ordinary conversations but you can come across as being a little bit more fluent and able to broaden your vocabulary and use some extra phrases. So I try to help you but understanding the grammar points, idioms, expressions and all other aspects which will make English learning a little bit more enjoyable and a little easier for you. So what do I have for you in this particular podcast? Well I'm going to look at some idioms and in this situation the idioms that we're going to look at um, are a mixed uh, idioms about leisure and spare time. So leisure and spare time. Okay so I'll give you the, the idioms first and then I'll explain exactly what they mean. Okay, so the first one, at a loose end. Number two, a couch potato. Most people have heard of that. Number three, do something on a whim. Number four, have time on your hands. Number five, let your hair down. Not in my case, let your hair down. Number six, life and soul of the party. Number seven, put your feet up. Eight, recharge your batteries. And finally, number nine, set your heart on something. Okay, so let's go through each of those and let's see uh, what they mean. And I'll give you uh, an example. Okay, so number one, at a loose end. Well, literal meaning of this is when you're at a loose end, there's, you have nothing in particular to do. Okay, so you might come home and uh, you look at the, the kids and they're sitting around because there's... There's no school because of the, the lockdown situation. So everybody seems to be at a loose end. Nothing has, no, nobody has anything to do. So you suggest that you um, download a movie, take out the popcorn, and we can have a, a family night in. Okay, so we're all at a loose end. We've nothing to do. So a loose end is like a, a piece of string that is uh, dangling there, waiting to be tied up. So when you are at a loose end, you don't know what to do or you've nothing in particular to do. Okay, second idiom, a couch potato. As I said, this is one that everybody has heard of. They may not exactly know what it means, but a couch potato. And a couch is like a sofa somewhere where you, you, you sit, okay? So a couch potato is someone who spends a lot of time sitting at home watching the television, okay? So unfortunately, the the virus situation, the lockdown, has turned a lot of people into couch potatoes. Or for some people, it's just an excuse because that's what they like to do normally. Okay, I never liked to be considered as a couch potato. In fact, I don't actually watch television these days. I haven't watched television for, I think, four or five years. So I'm definitely not a couch potato. And it's not such a bad thing to do. Some people like it and some people enjoy it. So, but we can use it to to talk to somebody about their their lifestyle and try to get them to change and say, ah, you don't have to be a couch potato all your life. Why don't you get up? Why don't you go out and walk in the evenings, a lovely long stretch in the evening, get the fresh air? Why be a couch potato? There's plenty of time in your life to be a couch potato. When you're 75 or 80, you can sit down and have an excuse um, not to not to get up. But when you're young and uh, energetic, don't spend all your time on the sofa. Don't spend all your time on the couch. Next, to do something on a whim. Okay, when we do something on a whim, we do something because of a sudden urge or a sudden feeling 
that we must have or must have to do something. So you might jump up and phone in a pizza on a whim. You're just sitting there thinking, ah, that would be nice to have. So you haven't had some junk food for a long time. So on a whim, you phone Domino's Pizzas. And of course, there are other pizza places to phone. You phone Domino's Pizzas and the, the pizza is delivered in 35 or 40 minutes. So something you, you did on a whim. Or maybe you bought something on a whim. You were passing by the shop and you saw a jacket or jumper, something color that you'd always wanted. And you just suddenly went in and said, right, I'll have that in my size large or uh, extra large. And you bring it home and your wife looks at it and said, ah, you usually let me do the, the shopping for you. He said, yeah, I just passed by the shop and I just bought it on a whim. What do you think? And she looks at it and goes, Mm-mm. just be careful when you do something on a whim. It might not always work out the way you wish it to. OK, but to do something on a whim, to do something sudden with the feeling that you just have to get something done. OK, next, uh, to have time on your hands, to have time on your hands. Well, literally to have time on your hands means that you have more time available than you actually need. So when somebody retires, they often have time on their hands or when people have a, a lengthy holiday, they, and they're not going anywhere because they didn't book something. They have time on their hands. So son or daughter may ring you and say, Dad, I need a bit of help. I need somebody to come and help me to paint this room or this wall. And you say, ah, no problem. I've got plenty of time on my hands these days because I'm working from home and I can suit myself about the, um, the, the timetable. OK, so when, when do you want me? I have time on my hands. Or they ask you, can you look after the grandchildren for a few hours? Sure, I've got some time on my hands. I don't mind doing that. But as long as you don't leave them here all day. Yeah. So to have time on your hands up to a point, time on your hands. Next, to let your hair down. Well, if you saw a picture of me, you'd know that that's not so possible because I don't have much. But to let your hair down means generally to relax and enjoy yourself because you are in a comfortable environment, like in favorite wine bar or cafe or relaxing at home, sitting on the sofa, dare I say it, to, uh, as a couch potato. But usually when you let your hair down, you're going to a party or you're going to a nightclub or you're going to your, your favorite pub. Okay, So you, you let your hair down, you listen to the music, you relax. So often we say to somebody, well, look, your exams are finished, uh, college is over. Why don't you go off with your friends for a few days and let your hair down? Yeah, don't do anything stupid, but just just relax. And then when you come back, you can look around for a summer job. OK, or um, oh, I'm glad we got that contract sorted out. The boss will be happy. I think I'll go out tonight and let my hair down. So the the problems, the waiting for the contract to be sorted is over now. We, we know they're going to sign. So I think it's about time we all let our hair down, had a bit of a party okay next uh, to be the talking about parties the next one is to be the life and soul of the party so when somebody or someone is the life and soul of the party they are very lively at social events you can always rely on them to tell the first joke you can always rely on them to start the sing song you can always rely on them to improve or lift the mood so people who are extroverts are often referred to as 
people who are the life and soul of the party. So somebody who has no problem letting his hair down, somebody who has no problem uh, being a little bit gregarious. And gregarious is a lovely word to, to explain somebody who likes uh, to be talking a lot, likes to be telling stories, uh, likes to be heard. Someone who is a little bit gregarious, the life and soul of the party. The next idiom is to put your feet up, to put your feet up. So quite simply, it means sit down, relax and put your feet up on the chair or put them up on the, the puff or put them up on some resting place. OK, so kick off your shoes, kick off your slippers, lift your legs off the ground, have a rest and uh, literally to put your feet up. And the idea of it is to raise your, your feet so that the blood flows in the opposite direction and you feel much more relaxed rather than standing around on your feet all day. Oh, I can't wait to get home and put my feet up. What are you going to do for the weekend? Well, I think I'll just put my feet up for the weekend. We've been working very hard recently, so I think I'll have a bit of downtime, a bit of me time. Next, again, talking about relaxation, we, we talk often about recharging our batteries. So to recharge your batteries, that idiom means to rest after being very busy or very, very busy uh, so that you'll be ready for action and ready to start working again after a couple of days. OK, so that's the time for our annual holidays are often times when we can recharge our batteries, plug ourselves in, get that little bit of an energy boost and come back all smiles and happy to be back at the cutting edge of the, the workplace. OK, so recharge your batteries. And then finally, to set your heart on something or someone. Yeah. So to set your heart on something or someone is to decide that you want something or someone very much. So my young son set his heart on an iPhone for his ninth or tenth birthday. My son set his heart on a place at a particular university because that's where his girlfriend was going to go. OK. So when you set your heart on something, you decide that that's really, really what you want. And you can set your heart on anything. You can set your heart on a particular path in your career. You can set your heart on a particular holiday destination. You can set your heart on a particular present that you want for a birthday. Anything that you have decided that you really want, you hope to get, and you wish to achieve something, to set your heart on something or someone where you set your heart on a particular guy or girl and you've seen them from a distance and you really would like to get to know them better. Okay, so and if it doesn't happen, then you are very disappointed. Okay, so the idioms again, to be at a loose end, to be a couch potato, do something on a whim, have time on your hands, let your hair down, be the life and soul of the party, put your feet up, recharge your batteries and set your heart on someone or something. Okay, well then, it's a, another uh, podcast over. Hope you enjoyed it and I appreciate you listening. And if you want to contact me, well, of course, you can do so on www.englishlessonviaskype.com. I want just to give you some information about the Easy Peasy English Club. So when you find your way onto my webpage, look out for the link to the Easy Peasy English Club. It's an effective and efficient and economic way for you and your friends to learn the English language. For a very small subscription fee, you get access to me, one lesson each week. That's 52 weeks. 
and 52 lessons, one lesson per week, pre-recorded by me. And in addition to that, you'll have useful exercises linked to the lessons and lots of other helpful information and courses all available on that particular site. It's great value, so tell your friends about it, have a look at it and join up.